Hello and welcome to Carbon Removal Newsroom. I am Ross Kenyon. I am lead strategist with Nori, the carbon removal marketplace. Joining me today, I have Alessandra Guerra. She is director of strategic planning at Nori. Alessandra, you just saw a very interesting report go live. I was wondering if you could tell the audience a little bit about it and what is contained therein. Sure. So GreenBiz, for those who have not heard of GreenBiz, is an organization that looks at corporate sustainability, and they're hosting a conference next week, which I actually will be at. But they released a week ago their State of Green Business Trends 2019. And it highlights 10 trends, including deforestation, but it's really focused on what are corporations doing to address their sustainability. And one of the trends I wanted to highlight today is, which is regarding soil health. So it's called Soil Health becomes a uh, fertile ground for climate action. And it's interesting. So Ross really wants to make this the carbon removal newsroom. Yeah, let's try and keep it uh, pretty tightly focused on that, Yeah, which is why you chose soil health Ex- out of all the things here. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but the news really is that they're focused on, they're talking about how corporations are focusing more on soil health, but they don't really mention carbon removal. But then they start talking about all the money that's to be made, like $1.5 trillion and investors um, and NGOs and policymakers are looking to tap into this money, but they're not really talking about it from the perspective of carbon removal, but that's essentially what it is. Do you think it's maybe, I don't know, carbon removal, it, it seems like it's shedding its reputation. I know a decade ago, it seemed science fiction-y in a bad way, or it seemed like a way to avoid taking responsibility uh, in the present for something that will be done in the future. Do you think it's a sort of framing issue? Is something else maybe happening? Yeah, I think the the idea of carbon removal is still nascent. People still don't know what that means. Some people who are in it or read a cool article on Google News. Oh, did you see that cool thing that's happening in Switzerland and they're sucking carbon out of the air? Yeah, that's that's cool too. And I think that there's some people who are aware of that. But for the most part, carbon removal is what we make it. Because um, people are talking about, I mean, this whole report talks about various actions that we could take that would essentially draw down and sequester CO2, but they're not framing it in the perspective or the jargon of carbon removal. I think carbon removal was mentioned once um, in the introduction, but not at all through the vast text of the impacts, who's spending money on it. I mean, big corporations like uh, General Mills, Lando Lakes, they talk about the Soil Health Institute and what they're doing to increase soil health and fertility and how important that is to reducing the emissions of the supply chain, but they're not really framing it from that point. So that's that's my news is it's a big thing. Lots of people are talking about it. Corporations are focused on it, particularly those in ag. This might be old news, but if we're thinking about it from the perspective of green business talking about this with the lens of corporate engagement, um, more money is going to this. And it's time now to start talking about, I mean, us and our listeners, what exactly is carbon removal and how should we shape that conversation and lead that conversation when it comes to corporate engagement. Yeah, I wonder if if the increasing recognition of ecological methods of carbon removal relative to industrial ones is 
there just seems like there's more co-benefits that come along with the ecological ones that they're caring about soil health. And oh, by the way, it's also pulling carbon dioxide out of the atmosphere and storing it in a permanent or quasi-permanent fashion, as opposed to just sucking it out of the air and leaving it inert as a mineral under the ocean floor or under in some basalt formation. Right. And I think that's further away. So what you just touched on, which is like this industrial or further away, you're sucking out of the air. People are focused right now on, okay, what's what can we do? within our supply chain, our value chain, and consequently, oh yeah, it's sucking carbon out of the air, but they're still thinking about it in terms of sustainability. Whereas there's this larger play of carbon removal markets, right? Like how do we just look at all the carbon removal that's happening in the world and start treating them as an aggregate as opposed to like, oh yeah, it's a side benefit of this thing we're doing in our supply chain. Yeah, maybe it's just the the low-hanging fruit is that there's a lot of storage available in uh, soil and fertility goes down every year due to con- what's called conventional agricultural practices. So there's a lot of reasons to go along with this. And then, yeah, that other technology is farther off on the horizon. So maybe if you keep reading these reports the next couple of years, I wonder at what point uh, direct air capture and industrial carbon removal might rear its head or you think we'll be in ecological carbon removal for the foreseeable future. Oh, I hope so. I hope in like next year, you know, 2020 report talks about how carbon removal is now being used in reporting for corporates. That would be, that would be very nice. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Hashtag goals. (laughs) Hashtag goals. Okay. Well, is there anything else that we should know about this? I'll I'll relax the stricture against anything non-carbon removal in case there's anything that's super important about this that you wanted to comment on. Well, I just wanted to quickly read through their key players to watch regarding um, soil health. Okay. So General Mills, of course, they just hired a soil scientist to lead programs to look into this. Uh, Lando Lakes, with their sustained platform, is ripe for growth and looking to work with farmers and provide economic incentive for that. There's Midwest Row Crop Collaborative, Patagonia, the apparel company. I'm literally wearing one of their jackets right now. There you go. So they're really focused on regenerative organic practices and of course the Soil Health Institute. So those are the five key players to watch according to GreenBiz 2019. And we will be watching them on our end as well. We're excited about what people are doing in this space. It seems like uh, everything is happening around soil very quickly do you feel that way too? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I have one more thing. I forgot to mention. I'm going to read from it. Okay, guys, bear with me. Um, less than 5% of philanthropic capital in the United States is invested in rural solutions. Microfinancing has been the traditional method of investing in rural areas of developing countries, but that has been focused primarily on conventional, not sustainable agriculture. Still, with socially and environmentally responsible investing on the rise, And with the expansion of voluntary carbon markets, such as blockchain-based platform Nori, the area is ripe for growth. You just couldn't help yourself. I had to do it. (laughs) Nori was totally mentioned in that report. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that is, uh, we were happy about that uh, for sure. Well, thanks so much for sharing all that with us, Alessandra. We are happy to have your insight on what's happening on the corporate front. And uh, I'm sure we'll have you back on here again soon. Thank you. And if you like the show, please subscribe, tell your friends, give us a good rating or review that would very much help us. And also, uh, if you like what we're about, we have another show called Reversing Climate Change, which maybe you found out about Carbon Removal Newsroom from there. But once you're done with this, you can go back over and listen to that show as well. Uh, Thanks. Bye.